Hello, uh, welcome back. This is the third episode of this podcast. And um, today I want to talk about something that is um, derived from what we were talking yesterday. Uh, this is a principle for, for the actual real uh, at peace attainment. Uh, you want to really understand what peace is, we have to understand first what this subject that I'm going to talk today is about. Um, I'm going to read um, the introduction of the Course in Miracles. Uh, I, I think this is uh, one of the most clarifying books I have ever read. And... Um, and then I will explain what what it means and uh, how we can actually apply it to our life, which is the important thing. Um, sometimes we read, but we don't know how to apply it. And then uh, that's the goal of this podcast, is to apply those principles, which are very simple principles, um, into our life and see how our life change when we apply them. Uh, it is... Um, there's nothing that we can actually uh, foresee before we actually do it. Um, we can actually see, oh, this is nice, this is beautiful, this is uh, a nice thought or whatever. But it, it will be there until we just start applying. And when we start applying, it takes life. And it's not just a wonderful, it's not just a, a, a beautiful thought. It's, it's a life-changing thought. And uh, and when you start living it, you realize that it is not just a set of words. It is something beyond that. That um, and then that, that's what what I want to to talk about today. Let's start with the introduction. <clears throat> it says, "This is a course in miracles. It is a required course. Only the time you take." It is involuntary. Uh, free will, which does not mean that you can establish the curriculum. It means only that you may elect what you want to take at a given time. The course does not aim at teaching the meaning of love, for that is beyond what we can be taught. It does aim, however, at removing the blocks to the awareness of love's presence which is your natural inheritance. The opposite of love is fear, but what is all-encompassing can have no opposites. This course can therefore be summed up very lightly and simply in this way. Nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. Herein lies the peace of God. And uh, forgive me for my reading. I'm not the best reader. Uh, I mean, <laughs> um, um, yeah, uh, the one that actually reads and actually speak at the same time. But anyway, um, that's the, 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 the text. Um, I will I will break this in several parts. Uh, the first is the first the first paragraph, which is. Um, 
the one that is related to the importance of these teachings. And uh, what here is said is that the, the course in itself, what, what it means, the meaning of the course, is mandatory for all of us to understand. Um, that's something that will happen, and the course says actually very far away from, from this place. The course says that we all will attain it, that we all will understand it, we all will have it, we all will live it, and we all will be with that free. Um, but the problem, the difference is that it's not mandatory in the order or it's not mandatory at one particular time. So it's like going to a school where you have several subjects and um, you can choose your subject. So you go to the university, for example, in my university, I went to the university and I have to take um, 20, um, um, 20 tokens on, uh, on different courses and uh, each course has different tokens, number of tokens. and. Um, and then I would say, oh, I want to take this course, and I want to take this other, and I want to take this other, and then this other. They didn't force me to take in the specific order. Uh, they didn't force me to take one and after the other, and then the, the next one after. Of course, there were some prerequisites um, that I need to um, to understand and, and actually to follow, but there was no nothing forced. Um, and that's basically what the Course in Miracles says. It, this life is something similar to that. Um, <clears throat> we just choose what we want to learn, and we just learn it. And um, regardless, the course is mandatory. At the end of the at the end, when you graduate from the from the university, <coughs> you have to take or have been taking these courses. These are the courses that you have at minimum have for you to be graduated. Uh, but they don't force you when you take them. So you can spend 10 years in university, or you can spend five years or three years in some of universities. It doesn't matter. You can they spend 20 years. They don't care. The only thing that they care is at the end, you have taken those courses, right? And uh, you, you can choose to delay that process or shorten that process. So the same happened with this course. And the, the same happened with the, with the, not with the book, I'm not talking with, I talk about the course, I'm not talking about the book, but about the content of the book. It's mandatory, you need to take it, and, and, and at one point you will take it, and, and we will take it at one point. So hopefully this is the moment when we start taking those courses. Um, but then it says, free will does not mean that you can establish the curriculum. So notice that in here they saying that the curriculum is already given. Someone has wrote, in, wrote the curriculum. It's like a university. Uh, the staff of the faculty have written the curriculum. That's what I did uh, when I, I, I worked at the university making the, the, the college, converting the college into university. That's what I did, basically. I wrote the curriculum. And that curriculum was established, and when the students come, not when the students came, they already had the curriculum. They had just to follow the curriculum. But 
they were free to choose whatever they want from the curriculum, except that they had to have some prerequisites. That was the only condition. And, um, and this is what happened here. Um, you have not established the curriculum. The curriculum is something that is already there. And, and we had to decide if we want to take it or not. It means only that you may elect what you want to take at a given time. That's all. So we may decide to take it now, or we may decide to take it in 100 years, or 50 years, or 20 years, whatever. It's up to us. Um, then the, 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 the introduction says, the course does not aim at teaching the meaning of love for that is beyond what we can, what can be taught, uh, and, and we were talking about yesterday about that. Uh, there, there are things that we cannot teach because teaching implies speaking words that brings us concepts that give us to one specific reality. And, uh, and the concept is separated from reality, and the words are separated from the concept. And then it's impossible to teach love, which is beyond conceptualization of our human conceptualization. Why? Because love is an experience. It's something that cannot be taught. It's something that can be discovered uh, internally in us. It can be discovered, but it cannot be taught. You, I cannot teach you to see, uh, for example, uh, I cannot teach you to see if you have eyes or if you don't. It, it is something that you have to discover if you have eyes how to see. Uh, it's not nothing that no one can actually teach anybody else to see. And that's, that's the same thing. Um, you just discover it. You just have it. You just get it. You just, there is no way for someone to explain what love is and what it's not. However, there are of course clues, but but that's our only clues. And they are expressed in words, and words are far away from whatever the concept is. But then the, the, the introduction says, it does aim, I mean the course, it does aim, however, at removing the blocks to the awareness of love presence which is your natural inheritance. So what this introduction is saying is all we need to do is to remove all the blocks, all the clouds that we have around us to discover what is beyond that, which is love. So uh, as we were saying, uh, it is not something that you can teach, something that you have to discover. And how you discover it? Easy. Just by removing the awareness of that love's presence. All that cloud, all the clouds that are around that, that tell us that there is no love or there is missing love or whatever. All that thing that are around us that says that love doesn't even exist or whatever. It is what we have. Each one of us have a different set of clouds. And that set of clouds, fortunately, are 
finitless. It's finite. It's a finite number of clouds. Um, and a finite number of clouds are hiding an infinite, infinite concept. Um, so it's like a, uh, the clouds in the sky, they're finite. Uh, we know that they're finite because at one point they're just gone. And then we can discover what is beyond those clouds, which is the sun and the stars and an infinite universe. The same is happening here. Um, we, are, we, we, we have a set of finite, finite clouds, finite blockers, that we need just to start removing. And then we will discover what love is. Love presence. And it says at the end, which is your natural inheritance. Because, and this is the subject from, uh, from maybe tomorrow, because we have not been created ourselves. So that is our inheritance. The inheritance that we receive is love because that's what we are. But then we have to find it. We have to discover it and experience it. No one can tell us that. All right, then the course comes with another set of premises. It says, the opposite of love is fear. But what is all-encompassing can have no opposite. So it's, we were talking yesterday about that also. We were saying that if something is infinite, you cannot have something that is out of that infinite. Uh, let's say in, in mathematics, you have the um, um, real numbers are infinite. So you can say, oh, real numbers are infinite. And if I add a real number to another real number, then you get still part of the infinite, right? You don't add anything to the infinite. And, and this is something that this is what I'm saying here. There is no number, real number, that is not part of the infinite. And all the real numbers are part of the infinite. So, they say, he's saying the opposite of love is fear, but what is all encompassing cannot have opposites. There is nothing that can be outside of love, right? Because love is all encompassing. So, it have covered everything and there is nothing that is not covered by love and fear is not something that belongs to that fear is something it's a, it's something that we we believe is there but it's not really what he's saying is love is everything and nothing else is nothing else is that's it and then he finalized it with the course finalized it with this part it says this course can Therefore, be summed up, summed up very simply with, in this way. Nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. And that's one of the major um, statements of this book. Nothing real can be threatened. Um, let's, um, let's try to understand this in this way. Imagine that um, I went to a store and um, I did something wrong in there. For example, I steal something. 
It just um, example, and then um, police caught me and they start asking me, "Do you do? Did you did steal that thing that you took from the store?" And then I may say, "No, I didn't." Okay, so this is the this is the the, the, the showcase. What is real is that I really did it. I took the item from the store and put it in my in my pocket and run out of the store without paying that, right? So that that's the reality. That is what happened, right? And I may say, no, I didn't do it. And the reality cannot be changed, even though I would like to. Um, then I would say, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, you can do anything, you can tell me anything, I didn't do it. And then police can actually keep telling me and asking me if I did it. How, you, how did you get this from the store? I don't know. How did you uh, took this from the store? I don't know. And then I can answer always, no, I know, I know, I know, no, 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 no. And, um, and then I will feel threatened sometimes because the police is pushing me to tell the truth and then I'm saying no and I'm trying, uh, I'm saying something that is not true. And then the, the, the truth of that situation cannot be changed. The, my response to that situation is the one that is subjective to me. And, um, and then the actual situation cannot be changed. That's basically the whole thing. So what is real cannot be threatened. There is no way for you to, to change it. It is what it is, and that's it. And, um, and then nothing unreal exists. Means that even though if I said that, I say, no, I didn't took it. No, I didn't do it that thing doesn't really exist because the reality is outspoken. Um, so it doesn't matter how many times I say no, if someone comes with a camera and said, oh, the camera telling that you did it, uh, then it doesn't matter how many times I say no, the proof is that I did it. And then what, whatever I have said, for the records, doesn't even exist. Not anymore. Once it's proved, not anymore exists. So it's like what happened when we go to the court and then I said, no, I didn't do it. And then someone brings the, uh, the, the film, uh, the, the recording uh, of the camera and show me the stealing. Then I cannot say anything else, right? Um, nothing that I said before really exist. It's false. It doesn't even exist. And for the records of the of the case, it doesn't even exist. Right? Uh, the reality the reality and whatever it is doesn't exist. And that's what I'm saying basically. We we see it in that in this case in in, in our real life, but of course the course is talking about something beyond that, right? Nothing real can be threatened. And nothing unreal exists and that's applicable to everything.
So even if we, when we are working, um, and, um, and for example, I'm doing a, a design, and uh, I have a version of my design, and someone else comes with a, a, another version of the design. They say, this is better, I think, because of this, this, and this. And they said, oh, this is better because of this, and this, and this. And then at that point, when there are two different points of view, I cannot actually go to the other person and say, oh, you are wrong or I'm wrong. What we can do in that case is, it's like, what is the real thing that we need to fix? And then go to the real thing, to the object of a study, the object of the situation, the real core of the situation, and say, what is it? And then once we know exactly what it is, then we can actually say, then what is the best way to solve it? Because I cannot change the situation. And if I try to change the situation based on my design, then the, the result will be something that is not wanted. And, um, and then same happened with everything, right? So the core, we need to actually go always to the core and see what is it? What is the subject? What is the real thing? What is the reality of that? And then work on that reality and understand for us to understand what the reality is, then work around and see how my models are actually need to be changed to get into that reality. Um, not the other way around. Not, the, not try to bring the reality into my models, but the other way around. My models, mental models, to be moved to the reality. Because my models, if they are pointing to something outside, those models didn't actually matter. They don't even actually, um, they're unreal. And then because they're unreal, they don't matter. Right? The only one that matters is the reality. And my models need to actually try to understand the reality as, as it is. Uh, not as I want to be. Uh, as I want it to be, right? So that's the, that's the core point. So, um, and then, the end of the book says, uh, in that introduction, here lies the peace of God. And and this is, this is very interesting, because what the, the book is talking about is about the entire reality, not just one situation, as we were pointing out. The situation that we were pointing out was because very, 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 very pointed. Uh, just to explain something, right? But but the reality is something more, and uh, something that is there, but we don't see, right? Because we need to remove our block of the awareness of love, and the, what reality is is love. And love cannot be threatened. There is nothing we can do to threaten love, because love is the reality. And we can negate it, we can change it, we can interpret it differently, we can do anything we want with love, but love is only one single thing. It's there, and we cannot change it. However, we try to. However, we try to avoid it. However, we, we try to, to eliminate it. However, we try to uh, put it in our ways. And nothing unreal exists. Nothing of that what we do about love exists really. 
nothing but what is real about our reality exists. And we will see that later on. When we understand the real concept, when we get into the concept in something that I'm not going to teach, and the course is not teaching that, but we are going to get there at that point. When you start getting to that point, you will see, oh, but all those things that I was thinking, all those things that I, I see people thinking, this is really unreal. And because they are unreal, they doesn't matter. They don't change the subject. They don't change what is real. So they don't really exist. In the case of that, reality, those concepts doesn't exist. It doesn't make any difference. So they are irrelevant. And then that's what all this means. I hope um, there was a, uh, an interesting subject. I, um, I believe we, we have to come back and, and um, explain this a little better maybe um, another time. But okay, this is the first the first introduction, this is uh, something that is starting, and um, if you have any comments, just let me know. I will, I will be posting also this into my, um, into my Facebook page called um, Love of Attraction in Practice, which uh, it has uh, also many things to do with Love of Attraction, but it's, it's a different type of attraction, not the one that we normally know, but anyway. Um, so you can actually go there as well and, and read um, many of the comments and the things that we have written and many of the comments and that people have written about that. Um, so yeah, it's, a good, it's an interesting place to go as well. So thank you very much, Dan, and uh, have a good day. Okay, bye-bye.